Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. We are the music podcast about emo music and bands and music. And conspiracy theories at times. Apparently, we, we, are, we are slowly living up to Lizzie's dream of transitioning into a true crime conspiracy podcast one episode at a time. One episode at a time. You know that one episode a week will just be a random 15 minutes of like, hey guys, here's this. Let's pick and up the week. all of a sudden, it's a full episode. It's like, I wanted to hear you talk about music, but what is this? Why not both? We're a one-stop shop. <laughs> this episode is with uh, an absolutely delightful band called Neverland. Uh, if you thought that this was a stream you missed, uh, you didn't. We did this off stream, so don't be confused. Don't be scared. Uh, but it was a very nice conversation. I do wish we would have streamed it. I wish yeah. uh, we could have had some people there because they were very nice. They were very friendly. And I do think that uh, people would have loved to uh, have a conversation with them as well. So uh, when you listen to this episode, if you like it, make sure that you uh, share it. Find us on the Internet. Find them on the Internet. And let us know. Find find a conspiracy that you really think is out there and uh, let us know. And you'll know all about what I'm talking about when yeah. you get to the end of the episode. When you listen to the episode, it's going to make a lot more sense. But you're still going to enjoy it the same. Hopefully. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. it sounds like you don't like to have fun. So that's a you yeah. problem. It really is a you <laughs> problem. Uh, Lizzie, before we do that, what what's going on with you? Oh, man. So we're still doing merch orders. So we're pre-ordering merch for our new summer drop. That merch. We got that summer drop, the Suns Out Stay Inside, and the new Metal 90s logo. So get those pre-orders in. We'll be getting those in relatively soon. And then we still have the Glitch shirt. So if you're ordering some of those in limited sizes, those will be shipped out when you order them, depending on the size availability but it'll get there so <laughs> just make sure you put it all in and it'll get to you other than that nothing too much on my end so brian what are you doing my guy yeah i don't have much either i've just been kind of uh you know doing the streams when i can uh the youtube video that i was talking about knowing oh when it was going up last week i definitely did didn't uh, it's up mm -hmm. now. Please go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, I did a video on the themes of emo uh, to kind of get set up to do more videos like that on pop culture stuff uh, where I just kind of do. I, I really like video essays. I watch them a lot on YouTube and I wanted to do my own. I wanted to try it out. So this is a, a first little tester and, and I got some more in the pipeline. And he also did yeah. an anagram. Bitches love I did an anagrams. anagram. They bitches love anagrams. <laughs> the fuck is happening in this episode? I'm so sorry. I just want everybody to know if you don't know already, I'm a fucking nerd. So <laughs> I just want you to know alliteration and anagrams are really cool. Yeah. Uh, go check it out. Please let me know what you think. Uh, and let me know if you think uh, there's anything that we should look at as far as pop culture goes. Um, just because I, you know, want to do some stuff that, that y'all are interested in. 
I only like video games and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so I need more and the Taylor, things that people tell me to do. the Taylor Swift Cinematic Universe, possibly. I fucking love Taylor Swift. I gotta get on that Taylor Swift Cinematic Universe. Uh, so please uh, go and like and subscribe to us over on YouTube. Leave a comment on what you think, uh, and obviously do that on all of our other social media, too. We're Emo Social Club on everything except for Twitter and uh, TikTok, where we're X, Emo Social Club X. Uh, just follow us. Let us know what you think. Let's uh, let's just oh shit, shit we stream on Twitch too. Yeah, we stream uh, on Twitch. Isn't that great that we do that? Yeah, join us on Saturday night for our six p.m. Uh, emo DJ happy hour set. And and Lizzie, I hope you edited this so that it wasn't just me looking like a fool saying oh shit, oh how, fuck, how are oh, shit. we looking at you if we don't <laughs> see you? Without Sounding further like ado, a fool. here is. Without further ado, here is our episode with Neverlin. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. Kind of, not tonight, but kind of. Uh, I'm Brian. In spirit. <laughs> and I'm Lizzie. We're here this evening with Neverland. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and hang with us. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. And then did, if you guys just want to like introduce yourself, just so like everybody who's listening can get familiar with your voices. Pass the mic down the line. <laughs> For sure. Uh, my name is Anna, and I sing in Neverland. Uh, my name is Kara. I play bass. <laughs> uh, my name is Nisha. I play guitar and sing sometimes. <laughs> I'm Eric. I play the guitar. Um, and Dylan's not here with us. He's he's not dead. He's he just drums. yeah. He plays drums. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's not, not here dead. with us. He's not he's dead. He just plays drums. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a minute. Might be time to check on him. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we're operating with one microphone on their end. We tried for a bit, but you know we're gonna ride with it. We're gonna do our best, and everyone's gonna gonna sound great. <laughs> we're putting it. Uh, we have you on tonight because I mean you have a record that came out last year. But also, he's put out a music video back in March, and we I, did. I, yes, I'd say you guys are on the rise. I'd say you're, you know, you're coming up. Thank you. I'd, I'd like to think. I, I hope <laughs> justify dropping out of college to my mom. Listen, we can we can talk just about justifying it of like why you drop out of college. Like, look, it's fine, fine. In this economy, yeah. it's fine. Yes, in this economy, anything's fine. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit more about what you've been up to, what you've been doing uh, about the single and all that, all that stuff. Um. Well, we it originally, initially, originally, initially, that was an interesting like combination it. of words. Um, it started as like a quarantine idea. Like the three of us were. Um, in their old apartment, like brainstorming ideas. And it was like right in the middle of like a hard shutdown. And we were like, well, what can we create? What kind of content can we make? And it initially started as like a lyric video. And then it grew into like, well, we could make like a stop motion video. And then we had the idea to be like, oh, well, why don't we hit up our, our videographer, um, Casey, uh, Casey Weber, he's awesome. Shout him out. Um, and see, like, if we can maybe just do something really simple with a green screen and, like, make a really easy video. And then we started brainstorming with Casey and, like, 
creative ideas just kept flying and he was like i've never 3d animated a video before like would you guys be down and we're like <laughs> yeah let's do it and so it kind of just grew into what it is um and yeah we're really stoked about it does anyone else who want to uh, no, I think that pretty much. I don't want to like reiterate what you already said. I, I definitely agree. It was just a matter of a bunch of ideas rolling together really well. And Casey is the coolest. He's super, he's so easy to work with. And he's very much like the kind of guy where you just throw an idea at him and then he takes it and develops into something else that you didn't even think was possible. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I like that I just held the mic for yeah. you. Like your microphone <laughs> assistant, my <Miley. laughs> You're like a talk show host when they're like going to the audience and they're like, anyway, tell me what your thoughts and you just kind of hold it. And then you're like, okay, that's nice. Next person. <laughs> Next person. <laughs> Kara's like, I don't have anything to say. But yeah. It is a really but interesting yeah, video uh, just because it was, it, it did. Uh, well, the 3D animation in it is like something I think a lot of bands have been doing right now. Obviously, you know, getting into a studio, getting into a place where everybody can be was not super safe at the time. Uh, but I do think that it's brought out a lot of uh, creativity through a lot of bands and uh, what they've ha been able to do, what they've had to do, uh, the limitations on it kind of breeds like a new creativity out of it. So I love that he's like, I didn't, I haven't done this before. Let me try it out now. I think the product is really good. I like the video quite a bit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear me, but I didn't want you to think that I was being ungrateful. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> it's like the mic's down there. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Tossed out a thing. <laughs> Care, catch. <laughs> you can always just like aggressively yell like, yeah. thanks. Yeah. And then just, you know, it reverbs in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, it's summer and it's so hot here in Chicago and probably wherever else you are. So that means it's tank top season. It's hot girl summer. And we have some merch that's definitely going to satisfy that for you. We have the Suns Out Stay Inside t-shirt and tank top in white and black that you can pick up from us up for pre-order right now on our site at emosocialclub.com slash store. Or if you're more into that Limp Biscuit new metal 90s vibe, we have you covered too because we have our logo shirt in that design as a black tank top or a t-shirt. And listen, you can always crop it. Also, just pre-order these. These will be shipped out relatively soon, sometime in early July. So get on it at emosocialclub.com slash store. So with your um, album Beauty Sleep that came out last year, was that something that you guys ended up recording during quarantine or was it something that was already done before everything shut down and then you kind of released it while everything was shut down? Well, the, the bulk of Beauty Sleep was done in a chunk of 10 songs. And, and when, Back in like 2018. In 2018, uh, I, I wasn't in the band at the time, but they recorded the album and then... Uh, you know, time passes, and I mean, as we accrue new members, we just kind of had the idea to you know, redo Beauty Sleep because everyone just felt it had so much potential. And I mean, with me coming on board, with Dylan coming on board, it just added a, a new element to the album. And we were able to write four brand new songs that went along with it. And I mean, honestly, it turned out 
better than you know any of us really expected it just came together so organically it was it was finished signed sealed delivered before quarantine and we literally had a show like the day that everything got got like hard shut down in the bay area here and we show yeah that's yeah it was supposed to be our album release show i don't know if, if the mic caught that yeah. um and we were like we were like fuck like what do we do like we we have this record and we had already pushed back like our release date once um just like wanting to get everything lined up and perfect and planned and all of a sudden like everything got shut down and we were like well do we release it do we not we already pushed it back once like uh, like i don't know and so we kind of released it like thinking um people are home bored and hopefully looking for new bands and i think it worked out pretty well for us like i definitely don't have any regrets about releasing it when we did because i mean if we would have waited it wouldn't be out until like now and that would have sucked so yeah but it definitely was it definitely like i know everyone says it like it's such a weird time like it really was like a really weird time like we were like as a band we were like i don't know what the hell to do like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it was done before to make a long story short <laughs> like all these brands that email you and you're like oh that it's a weird time and it's like yeah so why are you emailing me that yeah you don't say <laughs> so leave me the hell alone yeah please. <laughs> get out of here out. <laughs> hope, we hope that you know yeah. during these dark days that our brand cares about you <laughs> cares personally about you yeah yeah and they're like and here's a 10 percent off coupon nothing more though nothing less only on these items and you're like this is not actually helping me anymore now i am mad the the audible fine print like some exclusions may apply only good from november 10th to december 12th mm -hmm. <laughs> like... uh, so as long as you're not emailing everybody like i know this year's been tough but we have this new band for you i think you're fine <laughs> it's been a really hard year we're the answer to all your problems. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> That's how you should send press releases out. There's some that I get because people start getting like really creative. So in the title, instead of just being like, you know, XYZ band just released this new single or whatever. It's like you feel sad, too. And I know it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, are oh. you good? But then I open it because I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> And then it's just like this new band that's out. And I'm like, what is going on? How has the times changed with this? So you could always yeah. try that. I mean, we could always take the approach of like the spam emails where it's like, my name is like Jonathan Jacob something. I just discovered a million dollars in my family's trust and I'd like to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, hello, we're Neverland and we want to present to you. <laughs> I'm a prince from a foreign land to try to offer you money. First band to scam. Well, no, that's not true. The first band to. I was about to say. The first band to positively scam new fans. <laughs> like, oh, all I got out of this was. No, we're just dumb. Not a bad scam. It's like, uh, oh man, I I trusted this email and now I I like new music. Like, that's a pretty good scam. Like that's the virus, actually. Is yeah. just the new music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, like <laughs> that's the headline. That's like the title of the, the thing. Like, 
your computer has a new virus. Oh it's all music. It's, <laughs> listen to it. It's a rockin' record. It's like anything we send with that email would be sketchy. Just thinking about it, like, would we send a link? Would we mm -hmm. send like a download I file? Exactly. Yeah, no one would. No one would trust it. <laughs> the thing is, somebody would click on it. One person. There's at least one person that would click. At least, at least you would get at least one click, and then they'd be like, "Hey guys, this actually yeah. isn't a scam." You know what I am so guilty of though that I've done at shows because I think it's hilarious. Is you can airdrop things to people. Like if you're at yep. like in between bands, I've done it where it's like you just go. It's like a packed show, and like you've just got some dumb like meme of your band, and like you see all these people that are on their phones and so you just try to airdrop them the picture and like people accept it and then like we've gotten a bunch of likes from it because people think it's funny they're like oh my god like this band, someone from this band is here like look that's not telling, a terrible idea no it's not because people because yeah. it's not people first first of all you have the option to reject it if you don't want it like nah screw this this is dumb but then at the same time like if you click on it and it's all people that listen to the same type of music as you so you're like hey like yeah you like this band maybe you'll like mine <laughs> like, if your curiosity has been peaked enough to accept it could you be peaked even more enough to i don't know maybe go on spotify maybe <laughs> well, there you go yeah. i missed i think they heard she was I, we heard you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We heard you. You're, close You're yelling. You're projecting. We can always, we can always edit and turn up the gain when we're podcast can't be edited. So that's also good. That's cool. <laughs> I made that. <laughs> I listen to a podcast that always does that, where they like, they like joke and they're like, "No, I don't think we can cut that part out." He'll say something like really ridiculous, and his editor, his like producer, will be there and be like, "Yeah, please don't say that. We have to cut that out." Like, no, you can't has to go up we got to send it it's it's <laughs> committed <bad shit. laughs> in in full it has to it has to be it yeah <laughs> this is it in full from full frontal yeah. that's it uh oh <laughs> <laughs> uh i saw uh, a tweet earlier and i i, I want to mention it as lizzie i don't know if you saw this too but it was basically like i think that pop punk now is the best that it has been in a very long time maybe ever and then somebody reposted it and said yeah because of this and they posted all bands that are either like people of color women non-binary uh, uh trans people and i'm like i'll be honest i do think it's part of it and i think that like obviously having uh, uh three women in the band like you are a band that is like showcasing the talent of people that aren't usually represented in pop punk in a lot of music uh, and obviously we talked to a lot of people about how female fronted is not a genre that it's just pop punk rock music alternative. However, you define your music. Uh, there are no genres. There is only, <laughs> uh, no, there's bubble. Bubble grunge, grunge is not real. We're not talking bubble it. grunge on this. <laughs> bubble grunge is not real. Wait, I know. Hold on. <laughs> no, it's, it's real. I saw there is, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the band stars hollow, but they had posted that their music was on discogs or something. And they had classified it as like indie emo bubble grunge. And I said, this isn't a real genre, but it was on a few other bands. And I said, who we're, I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> bubble grunge. I'm not, yeah. I'm going to have to look yeah. it up. It's, I believe it. There's so, so many, <laughs> so many genres and so many sub genres. So I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Now people have to make <laughs> yeah. them up. Yeah, I think it's more of 
just the fa- I think it's more of just the fact that like sorry I'll hold this you don't have to keep doing it. um it's more the fact that like how you're saying with like the revival of pop punk it's like it, I think it all started with an MGK and like MGK being a rapper going pop punk I think it's a, it encouraged a lot more fusion within the genre mm-hmm. so like a lot more of like like bands or artists who are trying to go for that like pop punk label it's it either caters like a little bit to pop or there's like some hip-hop influence like pretty like how you're saying there's no there pretty much is no more genre anymore because everything is just fusing together to make like this new type of like resurgence of music so i think that's really cool and it's just drawing more people it's curiosity to the genre so i mean can't can't really go wrong with that well, I would agree to an extent that like like the mainstream like dipping into pop punk and making pop punk a little more mainstream has brought more attention to the genre, but I definitely think like what you were saying, the heart, the the like really good music that's being made is being made by like like a new it's giving it's people that have, like you said haven't had like representation historically and i feel like what that's doing is it's giving a new it's giving like a new ear to it you know like it's not the same story being told anymore it's new i think it, it just refreshes it it's like the passion and the same energy and emotion that the genre has always been but now with new voices behind it and i think like you said it's just it's not as stale anymore like i mean you think about how long like you really think pop punk people are making is thing and it was like kids today look at the 90s like how kids in the 90s looked at the 60s and i was like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow um but you know so it's been around for a long time and like yeah i don't know i think i agree like with what you're saying like it definitely this new representation is giving a re a, a new a new face a refresh to a genre that's been around for a bit now what you were going off about like the new stories like especially representation like us being girls like other than i mean paramore being like the biggest representation that i had growing up and going through high school like there there was no girls in bands like unless you were the singer you weren't there's no girls in anything so i i think it's really cool that on top of yeah like we do have a female lead singer but we also have girls that are in our band who aren't just singing like we it's like you could play the instruments too and it's been really cool like a couple of people that have been like, oh my gosh, start playing guitar because you guys. And it's like, we're not even on a big platform. Right. And uh, like some other girl is looking at us being like, I could do that too. And it's like, yes, you fucking can. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, I would say it's really cool. It's really rewarding that like more girls are getting involved and just more of anybody is getting involved with music. Cause I think it's just a lot of discouragement when you don't see a version of yourself or somebody that you could re- like relate to. And now that it is changing, yeah, it's, it's just giving a new voice to it. And I think it's really awesome that it's like all these people are coming out of everywhere in any life that just want to make this style of music. It's like, yeah, it's coming back. Uh, I mean, you, you guys pretty much summed up. Pass the mic around like, yeah. who, who? Hot potato, here we go. Popcorn. Everyone gets a turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'll say too, we have more friends now of people in bands than we ever did. And I know part of that, like you're saying, like we're coming up a little bit and more people want to be our friend. But like part of it too, I think is just that 
when we first started, like we were mostly women and it was just like all guys. And like, it was just like a total guys club. And we were young. Like I was 16 and she was 19. And so it was like just only adult men like everywhere. And it was just weird. Like you, like it's, it was just a guys club, you know, like how do you break into that as like a 16 year old girl? And so I feel like with the, the new diversity, it's just opening up so many more avenues for young women to thrive. And like, obviously not just young women, like, Tra- pe- like trans people non-binary people like just people like we said that have historically not had a platform or had like these avenues open to them it's really cool we're really appreciative to be a part of it and get to witness it i think what you were kind of saying about genre too is like i, I feel that uh for a long time you know it was pretty much a white guys club in rock and in a lot of these other genres like rap, hip hop, that's now being, you know, brought in on pop punk, brought in on emo, brought in on the rock genre. And then also like more pop or pop singers, which I think pop was probably more like, uh, probably more women in pop music. And now it's like all of those genres being included in rock music means that you have to let everybody from that genre. in. And of course, I mean, you know, everybody in that sense of like, Oh, well, you're a you're a pop singer. You should be in a pop punk band, or you're a you're a, a hip hop artist. You should make a pop punk song. <laughs> Which I'm like, wait, that actually did happen. Like I'm like Olivia Rodrigo and and uh, all of MGK's <laughs> friends that did it. <laughs> yeah. Also, Olivia Rodrigo's record. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I resisted it for a long time. It's so fucking good. I made I made Nisha listen to it in the car with me. I was like, this record just came out. You have to listen to it. She's so good. I was like, I cannot believe that she was only 17 when she made this. Like, this is insane. This record's awesome. <laughs> my, my... I didn't realize she was a part of like the high school musical reboot. And I was like, oh, girl, what? <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it, but I thought she was Disney. I thought well, that's awesome. That's awesome. So now I need to listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, I like I, I'm on I'm on TikTok, like every depressed 24 year old. And <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I remember like I like saw a thing I saw like when driver's license popped up and people were like, it was like the Disney drama. And I was like, this girl's on Disney. I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, like, that's crazy. But there's always I feel like every generation, there's usually a breakout. There hasn't been one for a minute. I feel like that's like Miley and Demi, yeah, Selena. New gen. I, I do think Neverland uh, official Olivia Rodrigo stands. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We love it. Uh I do think that there I'm I'm 34. I'm dying. I'm I'm I have crippling oh age. Uh I'm 28, so I'm getting there. I'm well, you. you have so much potential ahead of you. But quiet, I tell anyone quiet. who's like under 30, I'm like, oh, what does it feel like to have potential? 40 is the new 30. Come on. Uh yeah come on brian you got so uh, much more going i'm in pain i'm already like so tired thinking about it uh <laughs> <laughs> but i do feel like you know being of a, of a bit of an older generation which also hurt me to say physically and emotionally uh that like there were a lot of these breakouts and i'm watching like videos on like pop punk revival and like what pop punk was then and how the nostalgia is coming back and all this and i'm just like yeah like why would I, as an older person, and speaking for like a lot of people like me who wear flannel and hate on music, uh, like why are you, why like why are you hating that like people who are of a younger generation have an artist that means something to them that 
like somebody meant something to you and why are you so mad that there are more people that don't look like you that are doing it like i don't understand that that anger and rage and when like olivia rodrigo is doing very well it's like good i hope she does even better good for her yeah if you're like if you're like being very like gatekeepy about like music uh, i think we should have some kind of law that says that you're not allowed to listen to it anymore <laughs> <laughs> you know, spotify like, checks it, your it, tweets really really wild takes here but it's true <laughs> yeah i mean like it just should i mean that's what it's it's growing to be it's growing to be just a giant like collective and, and melting pot for you know anyone to have their take on it and you know merge their influences to you know old older sounds or newer sounds um, whatever the conglomerate they put together is it's like now it's just becoming more apparent that like so many more genres can be merged with other genres and you can just come up with something like completely new and become that new like face of the movement you know and you have to think like um oh definitely i mean i even on like tiktok there have been people who are like the elder emos and they're like people are dressing all alternative but like i got bullied for it when i was younger and everyone just thinks it's cool now and i'm like i i would rather not anybody else get bullied (laughs) for it um exactly because it it wasn't a fun time we all know it wasn't a fun time why do we want these kids to be bullied this this is great thinking here guys (laughs) yeah and like I, I agree a lot with what Merrick said, and then going back to your point about the nostalgia thing, it's like, I think, you know, everything always comes back. Like, I've had so many conversations with a lot, a lot of people, and, like, I know my mom a lot, too, and she's always like, fashion always comes back, there's trends always, it's the same thing in music. Like, music always comes back. It's just a continuous circle of, like, new breeds of people, like, recycling old ideas, like, how we were talking about Olivia Rodrigo. There's so much influence from other artists who have been established for so long on that. And she's kind of like reintroducing it to her own generation. Like we're not even that ridiculously like apart in years, but still like there's a lot of people that I know that if I brought up Olivia Rodrigo, they'd be like, who is that? Versus if you talk to another 17 year old, they're going to be like, oh yeah, of course I know her. And it's like, oh, well, if you talk about the people that influenced her, it just, it just like recycles this whole genre. So yeah, the, they're going to go back and look at this and find other things. And that's why I think it's like it's such a cool thing, the way that it works. Like everything comes in cycles. And then with everybody being on such a nostalgia trip, like going through the 90s and going on this. It's, I, it's it, a nice wormhole to go down. Like you get lost in it just on YouTube or Spotify. Find artists. You're like, holy sh- shit, this is released in like early 2000s, 90s. And then you keep going back. You're like, this is literally the core of a sound. And now like we're at this point, it's like far from it but you can still like pick out those elements you know but yeah i definitely agree like let people like what they like and like yeah like it's always funny like you think you would want more people to be interested in what you're interested in especially like us being in a band like i know there was like i like on on twitter the, the dang bird app People like being so, <laughs> people being like so pressed about people calling Olivia Rodrigo's record like like that it was punk influenced. Like she's not punk. Like blah 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 blah. And it's like, why wouldn't you be so stoked that like an army of seventeen year old girls are like into punk music? Yeah, like that's so badass. Yeah. 
girls run the music industry. Yes. Let's seventeen-year-old yes. girls run the music industry. Absolutely. <laughs> they literally like people don't get it. Like the music industry is built on the backs of teenage girls, and it's like. Why wouldn't you be stoked that they're passionate about someone? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to keep reiterating my point. I'm very, yeah. <laughs> very passionately about it. <laughs> well, I saw like this really funny statement and it was like, can we try to prove the uh, fangirl to music industry professional pipeline? And I'm like, yeah, because that exists for a lot of people that like I've just worked with, collaborated with and myself included. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> yes. Like, and, and can we talk about like, how for years and years labels used um, strip team as free publicity through teenage girls. Hey, teenage girl who's really passionate about a band on our label, join the label street team. Put up flyers all over your city for the shows of other bands that are going to be here that are on our label. And granted, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It gets girls involved in the music scene and it gets whatever, but don't act like they're so like laughable when you're literally using their free labor. Yeah. Like, you know, like exploit their labor and then make fun of them. Like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's like very capitalist of okay. you. Don't like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Basically, I feel like the, the sum of it is just like teenage girls and not teenage girls, everyone in general. Just, well, and just people in general. Like you said, like let people like what they like. Like, I don't know. Like you said, you don't have to monitor it. You just gotta. I agree. I, I think we've been very fortunate that a lot of people that we talk to and a lot of people in our circle are, well, everyone we know who's a gatekeeper, we like love talking shit about because it's like, can you imagine being this guy? Can that you imagine upset. being this person? <laughs> this or like Lizzie will like send me a tweet and be like, can you imagine what this person said? And it's like, Oh yeah, we have a group chat. We know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it. it's like you always find like the one person, and you're like, we all hate this guy. We all hate this guy. But I, I think we've been very fortunate that most people in our life and the people that we keep around us are very open to liking new stuff. I think that even over the past year, everybody's just been like, I want to like more. I want to like things just all the time. And it's it's great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's just spend time liking stuff. That seems so much nicer. Right? Like my mom, when I was little, and like there was there was a girl who was not very nice. And um I was I went home and I'm all sad and I'm like, what? Like, oh like she's mean. And my mom sat me down and she was just like, Look, happy, well adjusted people don't act that way. And like, I've just remembered it for forever. Like anytime someone is like a huge dick at the grocery store or something, I'm just like, hmm, happy, well-adjusted people don't behave that way. Like, I hope, I hope you find the help you need. Like, I hope you find the help. No, have you ever said that out loud to a disgruntled other individual? <laughs> is no. I'm wondering now. No, I have never said that. I, like, I've never had someone come, come in hot at me and me being like, well, look, happy, well-adjusted people don't act this way. Do you need to? Do you need to communicate? Do we need to talk? Really, the feelings stick. Yeah. Love it. Just a bunch of people just walking around. Like, I don't think I'm happy or well adjusted. Somebody at the grocery store told I... me I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ran into my um 
I ran into my best friend when I was going on my way to one of my other friend's houses the other day, and I was talking to her. She was like, oh, she's like working at um, the Van Gogh Museum here in Chicago right now. And she's like, I got yelled at by an anti-masker who was around our age for a hot 15 seconds. I'm like, what if I'm, now I'm thinking, like, what if she just said, well, it just that people don't act the way because this lady was, was with her mother who was like trying to calm her down. And I just I just want to know now. <laughs> I'm just going to tell my friend to say that now. Unless someone yells at her. Yeah, like it's just. <laughs> It just sums it up. I, I remember it so clearly. I had to have been like eight years old. And it, it, that that phrase stuck with me because it's just so I feel like it rings true. So I feel like I guess when we see people that are angry on the Internet, like spouting like gatekeeping and things like that, like you said, like, would you really want to be in their head? Like, would you want to care that much about things? It seems tiring. It's so much better. It's so much more good for your skin. Good for your good, good for, for your health. Skin. And, and if it's not for you, then you can just find something else to like, you know, just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Find something else. In the words of Taylor Swift, I'm pretty sure she <laughs> said, like, I want to be remembered for the thing for the things that I love well, with lover. I don't know. There's like a quote on lover about that. I didn't really. <laughs> My band's all so done with me. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. Oh, I love Taylor and Swift too. Anytime. I just didn't listen. Brian to also, Brian loves Taylor Swift. He's the Taylor Swift one out of all both of us. My homeboy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I like her and I appreciate her and I think she's an incredible songwriter. But I'm not in like the fandom where it's like I saw this YouTube video that I sent to Anna called the TCU. It was talking about the Taylor Swift universe. Like they made a mockery of like the Excuse Marvel me? universe, but in Taylor Swift, it's insane. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> no, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to like comic books and stuff. And I was like, sure. I know that if this was about Marvel, I'd appreciate it. But this is about Taylor Swift. I think you would like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nisha's also into like a bunch of like conspiracy theory videos that like she, she'll stay up to like oh my three, God. four in the morning every night just watching like conspiracy videos. <laughs> take in the are you, are you on the skinwalker tiktok no i'm an appalachian i okay monster TikTok? the problem with me and tiktok and i know this about myself i like can leave it so tiktoks uh -oh. all the time and i'll go on and i'll look at them and i like them all but i know if i invested my life to it that i would get consumed so i keep my distance and i just stay with my youtube like yeah. late night videos it's just, it's a great time me and my dog watch them together it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah she lets she lets me and her girlfriend like find all of the videos she would like and she says what she does is she waits until she has like 50 <laughs> messages from me and then she'll go and she's like it's like my own personalized feed it's it's all things that i would think are funny or cool <laughs> And that's, it's just personalized by you, and I just scroll through what you've sent me. I'm like, oh my god, that's a beautiful thing. That's actually pretty great. That is. Or you could just hang out in that category of depressed twenty-four year olds that are still on Instagram, waiting for TikToks to trickle down to that it. Too. I yeah, I do that. or that too. <laughs> no, Nisha, I'm wondering what's what's your um your top conspiracy that you're watching all night. <laughs> Oh, like, my, oh, see, I'm more into, like, true crime than conspiracy because, like, conspiracy okay. gets to a point where, like, once you start watching some stuff, then people get really too into it. I'm like, okay, like, I don't, like, believe you. I'm just doing this for shits and gigs, you know? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, um, versus, like, right now, I watch this dude on YouTube named Mr. Ballin. I know his name sounds, like, super fucking cringy. Go I know, because I almost... Oh. 
I know. I almost didn't watch his channel, but he kept popping up on my feed, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll give Mr. Bond a chance. And, it, like, the way that he frames stories is really well, and he does a lot of, like, true crime stories I've never heard of, because I'm pretty deep in the true crime shit where I know a lot of cases where, like, if somebody tells me, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. Versus this guy pulls things out of nowhere, and he, had like, did a most recent video about this kid who went, like, dis- who went missing and uh his parents try to find him he like crashed his car and they still to this day this whole thing happened in like 2013 and they have no oh wait was it is that the one he lives like in california and he like drove away and his parents like just didn't go and get him for like a day and a half yeah the ginger they're like he'll he'll get home eventually yeah the ginger kid who like yeah he's like no, no, he'll be home because i'm here and then the cops like showed up to the door and they were like oh yeah uh, we found your kid's car. Does he drive a Corolla? And they're like, yeah, we're waiting for him. They're like, yeah, he's not in there. And he kicked, <laughs> they're like, he kicked the back window out. There's like blood in the car, meaning like he definitely got out, but he's not here. And this guy's still missing. Just like things like that just really fascinate me. Cause it's like, how do people do things like this? Like, how do you just disappear without a trace whatsoever? It's just more of like interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just weird. I just like dark and creepy things. Have- <laughs> okay. I-, I like that stuff too, but. I just stay away from TikTok as much as I can. I do stay with the YouTube. I love the Netflix. I just try and keep off social media as much as I can because I have mental health sometimes. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Way. But I do. Everyone sends me TikToks and I get it because a lot of them are so funny, but I don't. Maybe I need to hop on. Yeah. I was going to ask what everyone's favorite conspiracy theory is. No. If you had one, I I can tell mine. Go ahead. I I, I actually saw this uh, probably late last year, Lizzie. I don't think we've talked about this. There is a there is a conspiracy theory that there used to be a very large dragon that flew over the entire planet, what? and it died in the uh, the northern part of Africa. What? And that if you look on a map, you can actually see like the bones that stick up that became like completely eroded over by the as I forget which desert it is. I don't know my African as well as I should. Uh, but then there's like a bunch of like oil and, and like all these like natural things. And it kind of makes up the shape of a dragon. And this guy on YouTube like firmly believes that there was a, a large dragon that died. Oh and I'm God. like. Just logicking this out even even slightly. There was one dragon and it just came to one exist. Whole dragon. And it didn't have other dragons and it grew so large and it just died and there were never any other dragons. It ate the other dragons, to Brian, larger. and said there can only be one of me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly this person did not see Raya the Last Dragon no. because there are more... There are more than one. There was more than one dragon. Yeah. No, they they did no research on (sighs) Nisha and I went and saw that in theaters. It was like the first thing because we're both vaccinated and we were like, let's go to a movie. And we went and we went super. We're the only ones in the theater anyways because we went to a kid's movie at like 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) And I fell asleep in the last I missed. I had to rewatch it just recently while we were recording because I fell asleep in the last 30 minutes because we went to such a late movie. <laughs> I like turned over to like be like, oh my gosh. And she was just out. And I was like, okay, just kidding. I'll, I'll continue watching. <laughs> in my like, defense. It's just me and my thoughts now. <laughs> in my defense, we went, we went and got a drink before and then I had a vodka slushy and it was way past my bedtime. So, but okay. I do like the dragon do conspiracy. That that's a good conspiracy. I don't even, I haven't even 
haven't even heard of that one. That was a that's a new one. I'm gonna I'll investigate that later when I'm stony baloney at like four AM. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy <laughs> he is the same guy who believes that rocks can bleed. Uh yeah. Stop. It, I don't know. He he's like I'm a rock Who's scientist. So What's his name? Absolutely not. I, Who's man? I have I have I have completely taken that guy's name out of my brain. Does he wear a fedora? He doesn't Does show his face in his videos. It's just his hands. Okay. He seems like he's very old and probably looking for a hobby. And his hobby is uh, uh, Google Earth and uh, squeezing rocks. What if he's just pulling a prank and he's like. He's just like, yeah, I can get a bunch of views. I can get money off these young whippersnappers. It I'm worked. old. They'll just think I'm entertaining. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's how most conspiracy videos are. It's like, how much do you believe this? Or are you just like telling this story to try and engage viewers? Which like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, that's what you go on YouTube is just to be entertained. Yeah. So as long as it's keeping something going. <laughs> I think I think one of one of the favorite ones that I've heard. Uh, it's nothing like too crazy, but interesting to hear. I think there's this like alien investigator or journalist, whatever. I think his name was Jim Mars, and I was just thumbing through a book of his, and it said that like the moon was a spaceship, and that's how we arrived at Earth thousands of years ago the inside of the moon is actually hollow and a, like a complex cave system runs through it it's like okay <laughs> i can't i can't say you're okay. wrong i can't say you're wrong yeah. have we been inside the moon like <laughs> i mean i haven't maybe tom DeLong knows yeah. more about the moon i don't know i believe he would yeah i mean i think we should go to him for any of like the space questions we have doesn't he have know? like a a series or something now or some kind of thing. yeah I, I don't know i feel he has like a whole alien series on like history channel i think i feel like he should just be on ancient aliens like as like a regular like co-host <laughs> with like giorgio they would make such a great duo right <laughs> I just, I, yeah. I can't get behind Tom DeLonge being an alien investigator. The, the, the crazy thing was, was that, like, the FBI released that whole, like, document with, that everybody was like, oh, it's going to say that aliens exist. And it pretty much said, like, no, but there's things that we're not going to, like, say that they are, but it's kind of there. And Tom DeLonge is like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> like, this is getting chaotic now. Yeah. The, just the whole aliens thing is fascinating, like. Uh, I've just listened to a bunch of podcasts too. Like uh, I forgot what thing it's called, but there was like a group of people back. I want in like the seventies or the eighties. I don't remember, but they were staying at this hotel communally, and all of them had individually their own experience with aliens, and like gave really graphic like accounts of what happened to them, and then had all of these like markings on their bodies and injuries on their bodies that they had no way to explain. Other than, like, they're like, no, I got abducted. They did some tests on me. Like, they put X, Y, and Z in my X, Y, and Z. And, yeah, it's wild. I don't know if you ever listened to the last podcast. That's, like, what I always listen to. And they, like, go everything from, like, conspiracy theories to, like, serial killers. And then they go into, like, uh, like old history stuff. Like, they investigated, like, the JFK assassination. I don't know. It's really fascinating. I just said, I just like listening to all this creepy shit and just wondering, like, did this happen? Did this not happen? Are these people insane? Or is it just for shits and gigs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or is it all shits and gigs? Yeah. I'm firmly on the boat that aliens do exist and they are out there. Because tell me, what is more what is more terrifying of a thought that aliens exist who have not affected my life in any way yet? 
maybe one day won't rule it out um or that we as human beings are the only like living like conscious like self-conscious self-aware i mean i guess dolphins are self-aware but you know what i'm saying like human yeah. like, like like intelligent human organo- organism has yeah. language has like development like developed societies like what's more terrifying to think that there they are other other societies other existences out there or that we're the only one <laughs> in the universe that we're abandoned like we're alone it's, it's like really which one is more terrifying that we're we're not really alone there's always like our buddies the aliens there or you're fucking yeah. alone, you're like and alone that's it. Like, on a rock flying through space like <laughs> Congrats, humans! You're the only ones. What are you gonna do? Like, I don't know. That that to me is scarier. I like to think that there's like a, a megalopolis of crab people in the ocean in the depths that we haven't explored. Mm-hmm. For me, like, we're not we're not alone. We're with the crab people. <laughs> we're with the crab people. <laughs> They're just barely out of arm's reach, but you know, Bossy. not as far as we thought they were. You know. <laughs> That a cause for me, I, like, I mean, it's kind of like Atlantis, though. True. I like to think that uh, aliens, like we, we're 100% in a simulation and we're controlled by aliens. You Uh-oh. know, you can't explain a lot of things. <laughs> like that. What was that post? It was like the human race is actually like a, what was like the shoebox diorama that we used to make in elementary school? No, not a Venn diagram, like a shoebox diorama. Like you used to, you used, did anyone else have to make those? You have to like make a little scene in the shoebox yeah. and like a little yeah, grass yeah, yeah. and stuff. Someone was like, we're a shoebox project on an alien's night shelf that got a C grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm a B plus at like, best. That's existential. Yeah. Kara. Kara just goes, oh no. You guys have said a lot of things. <laughs> oh, she's of sitting here like, I do I want to be in this band anymore? <laughs> I, okay. I definitely believe that there is something out there. We are not the only only living thing. There are definitely aliens or whatever you want to call it, for sure. Sure, we'll go with that too. Yeah. Yeah, crab people. <laughs> I do. I really like the crab people theory. <laughs> <laughs> Neverland shows true colors on emo social club. <laughs> they, they are gonna be the title. That's gonna be an next all press headline. That's gonna be our headline: is yeah. Neverland believes in crab people. <laughs> crab people and aliens, and then we tab Tom DeLonge, yeah. and then we're all in the new Tom DeLonge alien show on History Channel. Don't know how we got here, but here we are. You know, I'm a hundred percent behind it. I'm wherever wherever this yeah. takes us, like I, I'm with it a thousand percent. Our, our our manager's gonna be like, how'd the interview go? Did you guys talk about the music you have coming out? No, we talked about crap people. Look, look, we <laughs> hit both. It's a wide ranging podcast. We hit both in yeah. the beginning. <laughs> We're doing great, guys. Listen, this is so. I, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend the other day, and she was like, "No, not the crap people. That is a new one." But I'm about to have that. Are you talking about dimensions? No, no, no. no. I, I, dimensions to me I talk about like, different dimensions what? quite a bit, and I always will. Uh, but I was, we were talking about like the same, the same thought. It's like the idea that there is nothing else out there in the universe. That seems crazy to me. And I go, yeah, I agree. And then like two days later, she goes, so I was thinking about aliens who are real and like just looked at me with the most dedication in her eyes of like, they're real. And I'm like, Dude, we just said, yeah, probably the other day. Now you're like, 
militantly there are aliens and I will die on this hill. What I'm happened so to happy two days? Don't come over to the correct this. side of things. She's like, I did some research. Here's the facts. It's real. I was like, what happened? What don't I know? <laughs> See, and I tell you, I, you don't do certain things because that's how you get demons. You're like, Leslie, that doesn't exist. But you're like, yeah, aliens. Listen. Dude. Listen. <laughs> You got to show me your work. You got to show me your, your algebra before I go, yeah, I'm 100% on board here. I can't do math. I can't. That's why we're here on this podcast. I can't do math. Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with. Yet, there's more music out there that you haven't even heard of. If you're into old school Demi Lovato, you know, the tunes that sounded like Avril Lavigne with a pop punk edge, or better yet, Paramore. Check out In the Morning and their new single, At What Cost. The song is available on all streaming platforms to jam out to immediately. While you have that playing in the background, browse through their merch on InTheMorningLA.com. That's morning like the thing you do when you're upset over that Tinder person disappointment. Not the other one you wake up to. Follow them on Twitter and Insta too at InTheMorningLA. Uh, so let's talk about music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can bring it back to the music for a bit. Uh Next EP is all about different. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come back. We'll have you on again, and we'll talk about like. So, what is what are the new developments in Aliens? Uh, in the meantime, though, I noticed you had a song that was released last year with uh, Zach from Man Overboard, uh, Far from Perfect, and I, I watched that video too to prepare for this, and I was like, this is a very like. I think that there aren't a lot of songs like that from a, a female's perspective. Uh, kind of sharing that like dialogue between like a guy and a girl at a party. I know it's like basically the exact plot of the video and the 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 whole thing. But I was like, yeah, this is a fairly like newer take on the same story. Like, I, I would I would consider it like two sads just trying to get together, trying to figure out this two, two sads, sads. You know, just I'm a sad, you're a sad, and we're just sads trying to make it through. <laughs> It's like a shift of the male gaze yeah, to the female exactly. gaze, basically. Yeah. Like that shared lack of confidence, like going into like things when, like, I mean, in reality, you should be like confident because, like, what you perceive, or if you have like some kind of notion of how things are gonna go, like, you'd be very surprised of how they actually turn out. You know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my takeaway from it. It's like seeing like both sides, like. You know, from the female perspective, too, like, it's not that different from, like, what you would experience at, you know, like, you're a guy, you know, you have, like, similar thoughts and feelings that are kind of, like, coursing, so. All these pop-punk boys who are like, oh, she'll never like me, and she's over there just like, he'll never like me. It's like, okay, finally we got that song. Like, 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 okay, we're all, we're all in this together then, guys, why are you saying now that you hate her? (laughs) yeah no like literally like that was when we were we were writing it and that was like the whole like point of the song is just that like when two people are totally self-sabotaging and you're like just being very self-deprecating and like no like it wouldn't work it's not gonna work like they don't like they don't they're not gonna see me the same way i see them like you're right i feel like people don't i don't know i mean i i feel like as as a woman like 
I can recognize other women feel that way, but only because I know I'm a woman and I feel that way. So I guess like it's interesting to think that like that, that if there's like guys out there that see women like oh they don't feel that way or like oh they're so confident like they're like these it's like person to person you know replace you know male female boy girl with you know whatever you throw in it like it's just a universal like feeling emotion that you know everyone will go through like with an interest or you know someone that they think is like i don't know maybe they don't think they're worthy of you know his or her time i don't know or there. You never know. Yeah, or there. What was the uh, thought process behind having like a guest vocalist on it? Like not just writing it from your perspective, but having the conversation back and forth? Well, we were working and we were talking about the record and the new songs. And we were like, it'd be really cool to have someone feature um, on music that we released like a super long time ago we had a song with uh tony garavish from stick up kid and it was so fun to like collaborate and like make a song with another person and so then like making beauty sleep we were like like when we were recording we we're like we should see if if we can have someone like feature on a song like that'd be really fun and um our producer is the same producer that worked with man overboard and so he was like i'll reach out like why not we'll see i'll send i'll send zach the song and see if he likes it and we'll just go from there and like zach was super into it and then like one it was super down to collaborate and it was just like a really fun process and then like once the song was made we were we all were so stoked on how it went like we didn't even know we were gonna make a video for it initially um but we asked zach we were like hey like would you want to do a video for it and he was like fuck yeah like the song's dope yeah he was super down and it was really fun like we all listened to man overboard in high school like that was a band i went and like passed cds out outside like i passed out neverland cds like outside of man overboard <laughs> yes. concerts and like oh my gosh crazy and like it was really cool to get to like make a video with him you know like it was wild it was a fun experience but that's kind of how it came together um we wanted to do something collaborative and then we got in contact with zach and it all just kind of was like dominoes like it just was natural and flowed and worked out Now, you mentioned earlier that while we we're talking about conspiracy theories, we haven't yet addressed any other new music coming out. Now, do you guys have any? There are conspiracies new in on YouTube arsenal? saying you have new music coming out and you address these conspiracies <laughs> with the crab people. Confirm or deny. People. Um, so, the crab people actually <laughs> were the most recent producers on our new release. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, crazy. <laughs> But we have been we have been working on new music. Um, I feel like I've been talking for a long time now. If if anyone wants to, so yeah, we have been working on new music for uh, a minute now, and you know, hopefully in the, the new, near future we get to to share that. You know, more details of you know what we've got going. Um, so I would just say like keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears peeled, because I mean. It might come sooner, sooner than you think. Yeah, I would say we're, we're, yeah, we're in the studio. We've like finished demos at least. Like we have all our ideas down. It's just a matter of going back and like getting the concrete takes that are gonna stay forever. But I think it's really cool because we've all kind of felt this like slight shift in our music with like the member change and everything. It's not. I would say it's not gonna be like 
drastically different. Obviously, like we want to stay with our roots, but I think it's going to a more darker, more mature sound that we've kind of always been seeking a lot grittier for a little bit. Um, so we're excited to kind of see how it plays out with like this new approach to all the things that we're doing. Yeah, we definitely, like, we're making music that, like, it's not as bright, I feel like, would be, like, the best way to describe it. Like, it's still drivey, it's still punchy, it's still catchy, but it's not... It's not like, yeah, it's like... Yeah. 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 Like, the thing is, I 100% get that. (laughs) Like, that makes so much sense to me, where it's like, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm assuming there's a lot of music being written from experiences of the past year. I don't want to say it's a pandemic or a quarantine record, but we've all experienced things for the last year. And it's like, I'm, I, I, was, I imagine it's pretty hard to write about things that don't have some amount of that in there. So I totally get like the, yeah. 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 Like, exactly. Like, I mean, last year, like it was a hard year and i know like everyone everyone says it i don't know if you guys have watched bo burnham's netflix special yet yes. inside yes oh my oh my god like yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> like it kind of like how do you make like how he like he's like how do you make art how do i make comedy right now like i think we all kind of felt that like how do we sing about like happy shit, happy shit when like not i'm yeah exactly like nisha said i'm not happy right now <laughs> like and i think we all have we all want to make art that's authentic and authentic to us and what we're feeling and what we're going through and like making anything other than what we are currently making i think would have been like a lie or inauthentic so it feels really like i'm really excited to have other people hear this because i think it's kind of some of the most honest stuff that we've made so i think it definitely um changes it because it's uh, it's not to say that like our previous music wasn't authentic it's just more of like a specific occurrence versus everything that's happened within the past year year and a half like everybody in the world pretty much experienced this so it's like it's a little bit more of a of like a universal like like universal sad. yeah like a universal trauma universal sad so like everybody yeah. can get it everybody like felt this or at least i i believe that a lot of people felt this at the same time just from like me speaking to other friends, me speaking to other people within the band, it's kind of just like everybody had that like, oh, this is happening. Okay, what do I do now? Like moment. Yeah. And um, I just thought too, like, like we wrote about, like we we didn't write about the pandemic specifically, but we wrote about things that we experienced like during it and like, just like life things i guess that were more specific but it's kind of like the feelings are all the same like even though everyone has different experiences it's like those emotions people can still connect with it's like oh yeah i definitely felt that way it maybe wasn't this exact situation that they're singing about but like i felt those emotions too like if that makes sense you can make it like cross apply to so many other situations and just relative feelings that it doesn't have to be necessarily about COVID and quarantine but it's like if you felt that way you'll get it but if you felt this way in other situations and circumstances either before or after now yeah it's still gonna resonate totally yeah we're very excited 
Did you guys know that we have our own TikTok? It's at XEmoSocialClubX, and we put a lot of different cool things on there, from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between. And also make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel as well, Emo Social Club, to search it in the search bar. We have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home. I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by Muse. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear Box Coffee. We're gonna want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread up. So keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. We were, ta we were talking about, uh, talking with somebody else about like the, what art is going to look like after the pandemic because so many people went through it and so many people are experiencing that and that like maybe some of it will be very like dated in the future. But I'm also like, we all experienced it. Like we all have to find, especially for creative people, people who are, are experiencing this and then making something out of it. It's like, you, you have to speak about it in your way somehow. Like, no, I, I think one thing that's happened is people have realized that they don't have the world as an audience. In a lot of cases, they have maybe a much smaller audience and they have their own communities. And that's like become enough for a lot of people finally realized like hey maybe i don't need to speak to like tens of thousands of people maybe i can speak to like 20 people and be just as happy and if not happier than that and it's it's like do you just want to make art for those people like why do you need to make art that like feels dated like why can't you just talk about what you're going through to your smaller community people who like get you and want you to tell them how you felt totally. i guess totally and like you said like so what if it's dated? Like we're experiencing it now. And like the present moment is so important and expressing how you feel is so important. So why would you like, I think it circles back to like making inauthentic art that it's like, why would you try to force yourself to make something because you're worried it's going to be dated? Like, why don't you just express what's on your heart right now? And like right now, like things are fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like, I mean, things are getting better here in California, like opening up and um, yeah, and, and it's, it's getting better in that way. But, but, you know, like we said last year, like people really struggled, like, uh, like, it was a hard, it was a hard year. And I don't think there's anything wrong with making art talking about it. It doesn't matter if it's dated. I mean, like, okay, a perfect example bringing it back up Bo Burnham inside that is like the epitome of like quarantine art and I think it's going to be historic like I think it was genius I think the way he did it was incredible and like yeah you're gonna look back and watch it maybe in five six ten years and be like oh yeah this is very dated to that time period but god what a fucking time period you know yeah. like we're not gonna make art about it like you know are we going to look back at the Renaissance there and be like, be oh, you know, Michelangelo's like... cool, right. but it's dated. It's a little dated. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Renaissance, you know, get over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, move on. Okay. Rome fell. <laughs> Rome fell. Get over it. Guys, you keep going and looking at these old places. I don't get it. Come on. Move on. With move it. on. Totally. <laughs> so whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is she smiling about? What's she so happy about? <laughs> uh, guys, that, I, we're at an hour, and I love this conversation, but I want to give you a chance to uh, throw out some plugs. It can be just for the band. It can be for yourselves. It can be where everybody can find your music. Uh, yeah, all the good stuff. We're just going to tell everybody to go listen to the music on repeat. So wherever that can be. We're every we're everywhere. If if you're if you're there's no excuse. Never it's Neverland. No never L Y N. There's no there's no D in it anywhere. It's never Lynn. <laughs> uh, and it's all of our social medias are like Neverland C A like California Neverland C A. And we're on Spotify and we're on Apple Music and we're on YouTube and we have a website. You could even just Google the word Neverland and a bunch of stuff of us will pop up. Um, we're really easy to find on the internet. Uh, we post dumb things on Twitter. We do have a TikTok that we post to occasionally. TikTok, watch the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Instagram. I don't know. We're everywhere. Um, we have new music that we're working on that we can't wait to share. So music that you can go find on Spotify. <laughs> There's so much to us. You, can, you can't miss it. Watch matches on YouTube. I think you hopefully will like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it sums it up. We're going to go down a YouTube hole. Be, make be our friend. If you watch this, yeah. tag us and tell us your opinion on crab people. Yeah. Tell us your favorite conspiracy theory. Yes, your favorite conspiracy. I like that better. You don't have to limit it to crab people. Yeah. Yeah, like conspiracy uh, thoughts on like the matches video, like people just interpreting like what it means. <laughs> that would be pretty rad. Like, yeah. oh. So, that would be like a whole contest, I feel. You could say, guys, you can enter by telling us what you think that this is really about, and the closest person wins, like, merch or, like, tickets to your next show or something yeah, crazy I mean, like that. Yeah, watch it now. There's a hidden message in the video, and if you de decipher it, you know, go ahead and send us a DM. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you if you won. <laughs> Our favorite theory We'll 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 send you. I will send you a free shirt. We have very minimal merch right now, so sizes are limited. You might get what you get, but I'll do it. Hit us up, Neverland CA, and tell us tell us your thoughts. Love that. And if you're the only person that does it, then you have a sure chance of winning. That's a that's hundred percent. There you chance. go. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you break a band. This is how you get attention. It's just like everything we do has a conspiracy, and then you just have to get somebody like just a little bit down that YouTube hole and go like. I think so you're I'm talking gone. about Taylor Swift, yes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift is the leader of the crab people who's in constant contact with the aliens. That's fucking crazy. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Guys, this was so good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're listening, this wasn't streamed, so I don't have anyone to talk to directly. But uh, if you're listening, uh, thank you for checking out this episode. Thank you for hanging with Neverland today. Make sure that you run up those numbers. Just, just run them up. Millions of views, millions of listens. We want to see it. That's your homework assignment. Uh, a bunch of nice people, a great conspiracy conversation. Uh, just a lovely time. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for being on today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, and thank you for everyone who listens. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. If you liked it, please share it. Let somebody know. If you like Neverland, please share them. Let somebody know. Their YouTube videos are a lot of fun. Send that to somebody. I bet they'll like it. We like it. We're fans. Yeah. 
we think that after listening to that episode, you should be fans of them as well because they're very nice people. We only stand nice bands on this podcast. Always and forever. Always. We will be back uh, soon at some point with another live podcast on Twitch. Please follow us, emosocialclub.tv. Uh, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club podcast, I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Bye. Why do you sound like you're completely deflated of life all of a sudden? I, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I was leaning into like a bit. <laughs> I was leaning into... Uh, I mean, yeah, if you like it, just get get on it. Get after I'm trying it. to be all airy and like, yeah, just, just do it. Uh, I'm recording. <laughs>